I would like to thank you for uh, having invited me to, to talk here. Uh, just uh, to information, um, since I'm not uh, a fluent uh, English-speaking English uh, native person, I'm going to read my, my talk. I would like to use a PowerPoint on which I will, I'm going to, uh, to, to show you some text which came from a distinction uh, free of a RIPA sentence commentary. Uh, and uh, a few graphical representation of uh, its uh, metaphysical, uh, metaphysical system. So here we go. Uh, Dance Scotus' proposal about university of being, much more metaphysical than traditionally considered, leaves open internal spaces of exclusion, coinciding with ultimate differences and with the, and with the transcendental properties of being, which are excluded by Dance Scotus from the university domain. Being is univocal but the transcendental perfections and the ultimate difference are not. These aspects boost a fundamental problem, which can be expressed in terms of the complex balancing between the instances of identity to which university is ascribable and those of difference, to which, on the other end, individuation, insofar as every expression of created being is ascribable, uh, is, uh, is ascribed. The same instances are also present in, honor, in John of Ripa, whose lectura dates to 1454-1355. Ripa tackles the problem of the university of being in radically different terms than Dance Scotus. In the first place, Ripa moves from a different metaphysics of neoplatonic taste, updated, however, to the mathematical theological schematism of mid-14th century based on the distinction between the immensitas proper to the divine essence, which is a super simple and incommensurable degree of intensity with a total absence of gradation, and the infinite finite binomial, necessarily portioned into a multiplicity of degrees of intensity. No longer coinciding with the limit of gods and creatures transcendence, the infinite finite binomial is unified in its attribution to the created domain alone, which is always and necessarily measurable through one or more latitudes. Now, a latitudinarian metaphysics identifies each entity on the basis of its intrinsic degree, namely the intrinsic degrees of its essential perfection, each of which is distributed in an autonomous latitude. But the same concept of latitude uh, to be understood as the metaphysical space within which entities express themselves as the degree of that latitude is immediately connected to the problem of its extension. Is the latitude of a perfection finite or infinite? There will be no problem in admitting its infinite extension, conceding, however, that the divine essence is freed from the infinitude that has always characterized it. If not, God's being will simply represent the supreme degree of this latitude. And this is precisely what Ripa chose not to do. Thus, he removes God, super simplex, from the latitudinarian domain, complex insofar as it is essentially structured by a composition of degrees admitting that the latitude of any created perfection is infinite. This basic option modifies the nature of infinity as such, multiplying its senses and complicating it, namely 
removing it from the domain of the simplex. On the one hand, infinity is not equally extended on both sides of a latitude because it finds a limit in the zero degree represented by the metaphysical tangency to not being at all. It is, so to speak, infinite only on one side, or more technically, secundum quid. On the other end, a double infinity must be distinguished. The numerical infinity of a perfection that, starting from its zero degree, is constantly increasing and never gets to an ultimate term. N plus one is always possible. There is a second infinity, the intensive infinity of an ultimate term of the numerically not terminated latitude. This degree represents the supreme inclusive term, intensive infinite, which incorporates in its intensity, according to the mode of the continentia unitiva, the degrees of the perfections expressed by lower entities. Let us notice that it is not the complete realization of the numerically infinite series that determines the genesis of the intensive infinite. Quite on the contrary, some degrees may well be missing, and this does not condition the existence of an infinite created entity whose perfection is intensively infinite. By the way, this also means that not all possible creatures are necessarily realized, with an interesting modulation of the so-called principle of plenitude. The point at stake, the real point at stake, is that between the concept of the supersimplicity immensitas and the complexity of a so understood infinity, there is a metaphysical incompatibility, so that this is one of the two reasons for which infinity can no longer represent the most intimate nature of divine essence. The other reasons coincide with the fact that the presence in God of a latitudo of some kind would immediately imply the metaphysical participability of a divine perfection by other entities, which will express the same divine perfection according to different degrees in a latitudinarian way. The attribution of infinity as such to God would not solve the problem because it would simply displace it, flattening on the possibility of an infinitely intense participation of one and the same divine perfection per plenitudinem, which Ripa doesn't want, doesn't want to admit. Thus, overcoming the less simple because metaphysically composed infinity by means of the, super, of the super simple immensitas, Ripan's divine essence expresses the hypersublimation of a concept of absolute inclusion, which incorporates the absence of latitude, the presence of all possible perfections in a single immense degree, the convergence of these perfections in a complete real identity. God's goodness is God's wisdom. Their distinction from a, por a formal point of view God's goodness is formally distinct from God's wisdom. These original options condition several aspects of Ripa's philosophy. For instance, the proof of God's existence is no longer based on the impossible ascent to infinity in the series of the second causes, but relies precisely on their infinity to generate a concept of immense that is even superior to the traditional concept of infinite. In any case, the point that interests us most is the fact that according to these metaphysical assumptions, the theory of the university of being is completely revised, being placed in the context of this neoplatonic metaphysic of immensity, within which the origin of any perfection, formalitas or denominatio perfectionis, in Ripa's technical language, 
is always represented by the divine essence in its super simple immensity. Ripa's proposal, in summary, is a kind of analogous univocal hybrid, which is quite interesting. Given the metaphysical presuppositions that distinguish latitudinarian created domain on the one hand, finite, infinite, from the super simple created nature, immensity, on the other, and this dichotomy replaces the more traditional one between finite and infinite, it is absolutely impossible for a divine perfection to find a univocal correspondent in the created world. Otherwise, either the latter will be, as such, an equally super simple perfection devoid of latitude, or, in a specular manner, any divine perfection will necessarily be structured according to a gradual latitude, which will make it in a property shareable by creatures. To be fair, we should notice that analyzing an other way of saving university, as many moderni do, and these moderni are followers of Dance Scotus, and they are, they are active in England, as Ripa uh, shows to know, even though not personally, secret audio. John of Ripa intervenes on the origin, original Scottist indifference of the ends with respect to its intrinsic modes, openly doubting the possibility that the ratio entis could determine itself to the immense God or to the, to the finite. What indeed could determine it to this or to that mood? Certainly not even God himself, because the ratio, the ratio entis will be itself prior insofar as it is, it, is, it, is, it is indifferent, even to the immense being with an obvious problematicity. Consequently, it appears more appropriate to start from a completely different presupposition namely postulating a diversity of nature, diverse raciones formales, that mimics, that mimics the original distinction between a super simple nature and an latitudinarian nature of being and of any other perfection, which is the true cornerstone of Ripa's metaphysical system. Thus, it must be postulated a, relation, a relationship of a different nature between the divine origin of being and its possible created expressions a connection that is expressed to the reintroduction of a real analogy between any divine perfection and the corresponding created perfection, modeled on the basis of the former. A, um, a similar construction relies on the concept that being is a perfection as such, essence est in deo perfectio simpliciter, a metaphysical, I mean, a metaphysically consistent perfection which is what Ripa openly asserts in the aftermath of the Neoplatonic and Anselmian tradition. What is more relevant, however, is that, put the question in these terms, there must be a mediated consequentiality between a divine perfection, being as such, for example, and the corresponding created perfection, being of creatures, that the, mediator, the, the mediated nature of which relies of the, on the inescapable structure of metaphysical intensities. Intensities as, intensity as such, in fact, finite, infinite, or immense, is not a formal nature, ratio formalis, a sort of per se consistent perfection that is added to the nature of another perfection, being, for example, structuring, structuring its expression, being plus its intensity, but is imbued in the very nature of perfection as such. As for dance scotus, Intensity is an intrinsic mode proper to every kind of being, inseparable from its expression. 
Unlike Nanscotus, however, the expression of a specific intensity is less original than the more original dichotomy between immensitas and the latitudinarian domain, infinity or finitude, finding hence two distinct modes of expression coinciding uh, either with the intrinsic mode of latitudinarian measurability, finiteness infinity, or with the intrinsic non-latitudinarian incommensurable, incommensurable mode of immensity, which is, which, is, which is prior to the former. By the way, this means that Dan Scotus' metaphysical system is confined into a single pole, finite infinite, which is metaphysically opposed to the immensity of God's essence, which is a kind of new pole that Ripa is going to create with his own neoplatonic metaphysic. Thus, the supersimplicity super of the immense, which can accommodate a single immense degree without latitude, has a formal, has a formal nature, ratio formalis, that is incompatible with the latitudinarian nature of finite or infinite being, which can instead accommodate the infinite multitude of all possible degrees of intensity. Let us notice, immensity is not absolutely different, but it is only incomparable because it is out of scale in relation to the, cre to the create finite infinite pole. It is analogous. This is clearly a new metaphysical foundation of a relation of analogy between God and creatures. Not univocal, not absolutely different, but analogous in the constitut constitutive origin of everything which is God. In any case, an abyss is created a mathematical theological, theological refinement of a strong um, neoplatonism between the immense on the one end and the finite infinite binomial on the other, which leads to a much more marked difference between the divine and the created domain than was, than was for example, for Dan's Scotus. This means that there can be no univoci at all between a super-exceeding immense being and any possible exceeded finite or infinite being was different formal natures, rationes formales, entertain a relationship of, of eminent causality of the former over the latter. Thus, there must be a necessary relationship of production of or analogical modeling between any divine perfection and the corresponding created perfection. This analogy is immediately established when exiting the dimension of immensitas, supersimplicita, entering into the created domain characterized by the structural present of a number of latitudes, each of which referred to a single perfection. A peculiar tract of uh, Ripa's philosophy is the organic consideration of multiple perfection, inside which being is only the first of the created perfection to be communicated ad extra, but not the soul. Thus, the analogy will primarily conserve being, but it will not exclude any of the other possible perfections that are equivalent in the divine essence, namely, esse, vivere, intelligere, divine ideas of everything, and so on. Unlike the metaphysics of Dan Scotus, mainly flattened, so to speak, on the side of being, the Ripan metaphysics is more attentive to the multiplicity of perfections, formalitates, or denominaciones perfectionis, which is the real uh, Ripan term for, for this perfection. And, it's, it is in, and it is very schematic in attributing a precise order to the perfection communicated by God ad extra. 
In fact, we must now quickly understand the mechanism used by John of Ripa to explain the existence of the created domain and the multiplicity of creatures on the background of their foundational analogous relationship with God. There is, in fact, a mechanism called replicatio unitatis divine, through which a progression of successive scans, replicationes, allows a progressively increasing number of perfection, originally contained in pure unity in the divine essence, to be communicated ad extra. The communication of mind requires the previous communication of life, which in turn pre-requires the communication of being, the first of the created perfection, according to Ripa, as it was in the Liber de Causis, prima rerum creatarum est esse. The, this mechanism is active at three levels. First of all, something that I call transcendental perfections, being, life, mind, wisdom, goods, goodness, and so on, which are communi communicated ad extra according to a precise order. This is a point in which uh, Ripa's metaphysics can be um, graphically represented. So uh, I'm going to show you this, uh, this uh, meta metaphysical device. There are several replications according to which uh, multi multiple perfections are communicated ad extra by, 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 by God's essence. In the space between two transcendental perfections, in this, in this case mind and, and life, but we can consider any other... Uh, uh, perfections. Uh, in the space between two transcendental perfections, we found a second level of the, replica, the, of the replication device regarding specific perfections. Uh, for example, rationality, which can represent the specific difference for men, which are not to be confused with the logical classification of the creature, genus plus specific difference, but rather understood in terms of a divine idea, which can give rise to the species of which it represents the exemplar. And this is um, uh, um, another possible way of, of representing the communication of divine ideas in this uh, replicative, uh, replicative mechanism. We have the communication ad extra of a number of, uh, of ideas corresponding to the, to the, to the various, uh, to the various species. species. Uh, there will be even a third uh, level of replicatio related to individual perfection, but it will take me far too long from this Congress topic, so that I'll stop at the second level of this metaphysical device. Each of these perfections is originally contained in full unity, formal difference, but real identity, in the divine essence, and it is communicated ad extra through the mechanism of replicatio unitatis divine. Any ad extra communication of a perfection, replicatio, structured in exiting from the uncreated domain of supersimplicity and entering into the created attitudinarian domain, essentially prevents the univocal communication of the same perfection to any, to any possible creature and necessitates the reintroduction of a concept of metaphysical analogy, according to the neoplatonic logic of super, of super exceedance between God and creation. We begin to see that the university analogy matter is strictly connected to a broader metaphysical framework. But before concluding on Ripa's proposal, I would like to show a few more elements of this very interesting author. In the first place, how shall the university be understood? Ripa shows a precise conception of the topic. Univocal is something to which correspond both a common name and a common nature, corresponded idem nomen et eadem ratio. 
so that univocal things shares this very same metaphysical nature before sharing a common name. Just as for Dan Scotus, Ripa's univocity is not only a common name, hidden nomen, but rather a metaphysical communication that implies the sharing in re of the same formal nature, ratio formalis, between entities that are univocal to each other and which will be distinguished by virtue of other elements, such as their intrinsic degrees. In contrast to Scotus, however, since the formal nature of divine being not only is immense and non-latitudinarian, but also acts immensely and non-latitudinally in the direction of creation, introducing a fracture in the exclusive gradual conception of being, the sharing of God's formal nature, ratio formalis, of being by creature is essentially impossible, because it will immediately imply God's supersimplicity and the absence of latitude. In the created domain, and primarily with reference to the ends as such, Ripa is categorical. God cannot communicate with a creature according to the formal nature of being. If not, God will also be forced to communicate the entirety of his essential perfection. If, on the other hand, the formal nature of divine being were to be participable to a different degrees by creature, it would be presumable that one creature will participate more intensely than another according to a given perfection, and also that the divine perfection in question would be, would be expressed in a latitude, participle to, the, to different degrees of intensity, with an obvious denial of the supersimplicitas day. A different route must, must hence be taken, analogy. Again, Ripa is categorical. God and creature can communicate only analogically and causally. There is, in sum, a formal non-identity between God's formal nature and any created expression related to it. In addition, this non-identity is not limited to the being quatalis, but it is extended to multiple perfection, namely to all possible perfections, essere, vivere, intelligere, specific and essential perfection, and so on, according to the metaphysical device of the replicatio unitatis divine. Therefore, in creatures there will, be, there will be a formal nature for any possible perfection that is different from the original divine, divine one, non corresponded to Adam formalis ratio initroque, said diverse. It is not univocal, but analog analogous. It intrinsically shares, like the footprint with respect to the foot, the nature of the same designation, designation of perfection, for example, being, representing, however, a different mode of expression, containing a latitude that only in this form can be participated according to different degrees of intensity by creature. Thus, the impossibility of communicating ad extra the ratio formalis of divine being becomes the cipher of the limit of creaturality as such. It is clear that this difference between the divine and the created formal nature, referring to any perfection, not just being, overcomes the traditional finite infinite dichotomy, which is incorporated in the latitudinarian unity of, it, of its distinction from the supersimplicity of the immense. The result is that this, the distinction between God and creation no longer follows the merely, the merely gradu gradual, finite or infinite path of, exp of expression of being, which is now limited to the sole created domain, but moves onto the neoplatonic path of perfective superexcedence imagining a god uncommensurable because out of scale with respect to creature, but, the same, but at the same time so friendly to give them his own perfection, in a way, the analogy, that follows the logic of perfective eminence and formal causality rather than, sharing, than the sharing of an exclusively to be determined substratum 
like Dancis Cotus and Univocum. What I've been said about being also applies, I wish so, to any other denomination of perfections. This means that there can only be analogy between any divine perfection, life, mind, wisdom, divine ideas, and so on, and the corresponding created perfection. But in turn, all created expression that shares one and a single perfection will share it univocally. Creatures differentiate, differentiate themselves through the very number of perfecciones replicated ex parte dei, as well as through their gradual intensities, will necessarily share the same rationes formales, one for each of the perfections they possess, in an univocal manner, entertaining a relationship of analogy with their divine origin. What we, what we, we obtain in Ripa's metaphysical framework, hence, in conclusion, is nothing more than a very strong form of metaphysical univocity, restricted, however, to the created domain alone. To sum up, the main feature of this metaphysical structure, which heavily modifies the more light structure of Dansus Cotus and Univocum, is expressed at different level. In the first place, each transcendental perfection, being life, intelligence, mind, wisdom, goodness, as well as any other denominatio perfectionis communicable by God ad extra, necessarily entertains a relationship of analogy with God, according to the repetitive repl replicative schematism, immense divine being, infinite created being, immense divine life, infinite created life, and so on, which is based on the Neoplatonism of a perfective exceeding that overrides the limit of the transcendence between the finite and the infinite, shifting it into the distinction between finite, infinite latitudinarity on the one end and the original immense supersimplicity on the other. In the second place, each of these perfections, having entered the created latitudinarian domain, structures a relationship of full univocity for all the expression that give voice to the infinite gradualness of created being, of created life, and or of any other denominatio perfectionis. In addition, inside this level, we find also essential perfection of species, which are nothing else than the original divine ideas of creature, which are univocally shared by their individual. The relationship of creation is analogous. The sharing of the same divine ideas is univocal and differentiate, differentiated between their gradual expression. In conclusion, the system of replicationes unitatis divine, which generate those progressive scans by means of which the more perfect creature participate a greater number of perfection, introduce a very sharp break modeled on the logic of discrete quantity between any of the denominationes perfectionis communicated by God extra and any other, so that no perfection as such can include in its own nature, ratio formalis, before then in its own concept, the preceding one, nor it can be included in the following ones. The result is that the concept, but the even more the nature, ratio formalis, of being, as well as any other following perfection, does not formally include in its essence the nature of the successive or preceding perfections, or if you like, it formally excludes from its essence the nature of all the other perfections, life, mind, wisdom, goodness, for example. The analogy and the university issue must be understood then in terms of multiple levels. There is an analogous relationship between God's being and creature's being, 
another different analogous relationship between God's life and creature's life, and so on infinitely. At the same time, but at a different level, all the creatures sharing a peculiar perfection share it univocally, where the differentiating element is offered by the number of possessed perfection together with the intrinsic degrees of their expression. Thus, we are led to formally exclude from the concept of ens not only, like Duns Scotus, the canonical transcendental perfections, being one, being true, being good, and from the ultimate individuating difference, but more generally from any denomination of perfection that is not being itself. Dr. Subtilis credit magna dicere. It is not that Dan Scotus, in a real conclusion, was wrong. On the contrary, the subtilis was formally right even according to the super subtilis, Ripa. From Ripa's point of view, however, which is the point of view of a later author and at the same time the point of view of a more neoplatonic metaphysics, Dan Scotus should have insisted more on the identification of individual rationes for each individual perfection to be considered as gears within a mechanism, a device, replicatio unitatis divine. Starting from the divine perfective eminence, supremely one, God can communicate them in succession in an arithmetically growing series of denominaciones perfecciones that distinguish the entities from the least perfect to the most perfect one. Dan Scotus, however, is more inclined to consider the problem of university in terms of the mere being, understood in addiction as a perfection in a weak sense, tantum determinabile, to use the scotistic lexicon, while Ripa is decidedly more attracted to the consideration of being and of any other denominatio perfectionis as neoplatonic perf perfection in a strong sense. At the same time, the deepening of the concept of formal distinction between the, div the divine denominaciones perfectionis allows Ripa to postulate a complex schematism of communication, the replicatio unitatis divine device, such that the communication ad extra of an advanced perfection always requires the prior communication of the previous ones. This schematism, together with the original contraposition between supersimplicitas and latitudinarity, prevents a metaphysical university between God and creation, thus restricting university to the creaturally domain alone. It is, if, if, it is as if Dan's Scotus univocal infinite finite system were to be recomposed in Ripa into the unitary nature of the infinite create finite created pole, which is contrasted with the uniqueness of the other immense pole, God, immensity, reintroducing the metaphysical analogy and leaving it the task of connecting the two poles. I thank you for, for your attention.